Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Scott Watley and we appreciate you being with us. It's a Tanner Gun Show weekend. We were out there just a little bit earlier today, so get out there and see some of our great friends out there. Phoenix Weaponry uh, is one, and uh, if you'll stop by and see them, let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. Aaron will give you some good discounts there if you order a weapon from them. We're going to kick off today's show with our good friend Dan Johnson, Len Lyle Chevrolet. We spent some time with Dan uh, here just the other day on our Haystack Help show, but uh, wanted to see what was happening at Len Lyle today. So, Dan, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. The sun's out finally. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, this, morning so looked, this morning looked a little different, yeah. It sure did. <laughs> So yeah, well, hey, that extra hour will help us all, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, hey, we got to spend some good time uh, yesterday on our Haystack show. But, um, man, it, now is the time. If you want a 2018 Silverado, now's the time to get it. Now is the time to get it. We're doing up to $14,000 off the leftover 18s. I have about 60 of them left, and uh, I need to clear the deck. So come on out. And if you get by, make sure you see Dan, as we t- talked about this yesterday, but um, you walk right in the main entrance there. Dan's office is right there, a glass office. So no, uh, we always tease about no hidden doors, no hidden curtains where managers hang out. I mean, Dan is uh, the general manager there at Len Lyle. He will be glad to visit with you and uh, find the right vehicle for you. And uh, a lot of, of course, the 2019 Silverado is out, and um, you can check those out there. And, boy, Dan, Beautiful truck there as well. Oh, absolutely gorgeous. They did a real nice job with it. And those are starting to sell too. We I think we sold two of them yesterday. So Oh good. Um yeah, we got yep, we got a good supply of both. So uh come on out and uh like I say, I think the soccer fields got wet today, so nothing else to do this afternoon but come out to Lynn Lyle and take a look around. Absolutely. A new, pre owned, whatever. And um, you know, again, if you will call Dan and um, at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet there, and just tell him what you're looking for. Um, most of the time, he can come through and find it. If you're looking for something pre-owned, whatever, he can help you. Uh, looking for a car, for a student, whatever the case may be. Uh, give Dan a chance. Their tagline has been for years, drive east and pay the least, and I can assure you that is very, very true. So, Dan, hey, man, we appreciate it. I know you're busy on a Saturday, so I just wanted to get you on here a few minutes, but we sure appreciate it. All right. I appreciate it, too. Have a nice weekend. Okay. You, too. That's Dan Johnson. Again, Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. All right. We're going to kick it off today um, with our guest here, Austin Parr, Discount Fishing Tackle. Austin, how are you, sir? Doing excellent, Scott. How are you? Hey, doing good. And, man, I know I told you this morning, but, uh, boy, great job last week uh, hosting uh, Terry Wickstrom's show, uh, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, and uh, listened to you there for a couple hours. And, man, just a terrific job hosting the show. Appreciate that, Scott. I really do. All right, man. A lot going on, and I know you guys are busy, so I'll keep you here just a few minutes. But um, first of all, let's talk about the store, Discount Fishing Tackle. And, man, you guys have made some um, great – it's always a great, great store. But, man, you guys just continue to upgrade with the products you're carrying and all the different things there. So tell us a little bit about Discount Fishing Tackle. 
Absolutely. Well, this uh, weekend here, we've had a lot of folks excited about uh, some cold temperatures, trying to get out on some early season ice way up in the high country, but the ice fishing products really rolling in down here. And a lot of folks are having some, some success already out there on the ice up in the, the, the really high elevation lakes, but still having a lot of folks getting really excited about some, some brown trout runs going on right now and, and fly fishing on those. Certainly have a great collection of those products as well as all your open water conventions. All right. And again, discount fishing tackle. Uh, you can go by the store there. It's 2645 South Santa Fe and um, walk in, see Austin. And boy, if you want to know where the fish are biting or what's going on, that's the store to go and check it out. And uh, again, they get new things in, new products all the time. And uh, you can get by and see Austin there. Well, what, let's talk about just our, our regular um, maybe lake fishing and all the different things right now. How are things looking right now with the weather we're, we're going through? Absolutely. So these cold fronts right here, contrary to what a lot of people think, really do help a lot of our warm water fisheries, particularly in places like Chatfield, Cherry Creek, Pueblo, maybe even Boyd. But all your shad-based fisheries, your bait fish out there, all do better once the water temperature starts falling. So the actual the, the bait fish actually start dying off and reducing your overall population. So your game fish species, such as your walleyes and your white bass and your crappies and, and your largemouth and smallmouth, all have less bait to eat, and therefore your fishermen are able to do a lot better as far as, as production is concerned. So things like jigging rafts and blade baits and jigging spoons right now are still a very good option. Cherry Creek's been slowing down just a little bit, but Chatfield has still been highly productive when it comes to walleye fishing right now. A lot of folks are having good success out in that 30 to 40 foot of water type range. Um, but then also as you move up into your high country, uh, all the boating has ended for the most part up there, mm -hmm. uh, with the exception of Ramby, I believe, but still some great shore fishing opportunities in places like Lake John and Delaney Buttes up in North Park. Guys are having great success on tube jigs and gulp minnows for your cut bows and your rainbows up there. But even down in the South Park, you know, the Dream Stream, especially with the, the brown trout running, is, is a good spot. Also, there's a lot of salmon in there right now. But if you're looking to fish the shore and taro and spinny both are still open as far as, as access and open water up there. And, and guys are having great success both fly fishing and conventional fishing uh, for those big cut boats. You know, with all the things you do, like say uh, with Terry's show last week and, uh, you know, our show you've done for years and uh, just the people that come in and ask questions, what are just some of the, are there any just real common questions or is just every day a different day? <laughs> You know, it all depends upon the time of season, you know, the time of year, but then, you know, also the, the individual angler. I mean, a lot of folks are, are just looking for the place to take the kids, and that's a lot of times really one that I hear a lot. And, and many folks are asking, okay, well, where should I go catch some panfish? Well, in this state, there's not as many panfish, uh, you know, good solid panfish fishery like, you know, you find in the Midwest or up in the North Country. But I, a lot of times I will redirect them and move them towards a trout fishery. So places like... Georgetown Lake and Evergreen and even Cherry Creek have all been stocked uh, really recently, and folks can have some fantastic success taking youth anglers out um, or just beginning anglers and having good success in, in a multitude of different ways, whether you want to just cast out a bait line with some power bait on it or adjust and, and throw a, a lure like a Castmaster or a Tasmanian Devil, but even fly fishing or, or running a casting bubble with some flies behind it can be great. But that's always one that is a very common question you know, where can I take the kids to have success? And like I said, I adjust people from the panfish into the trout. And, you know, that is huge, man. When you take kids out, especially for those first few times till they can really get into understanding, 
you've got to know what you're doing. Or because if they get out there and they get cold or, you know, not catch anything and nothing's happening, I mean, it can really hurt their spirit, fishing spirit, so to speak, for even, you know, years to come. Absolutely. I mean, I know some some people that I grew up with that had negative experiences fishing and, and still struggle to go out and want to do it on their own. So having that initial first positive experience is highly critical. But, you know, just in general, uh, taking kids out in the outdoors, especially with, with all the distractions that we have now in the modern yeah. day and age, is so important. So if you can take them out, you know, with some local areas, you know, like I, like I said right now, Centennial Lake in town is great for your trout. Cherry Creek, Cherry Creek just got stocked with trout, Georgetown and Evergreen, both are great options. But, you know, just take a couple of minutes out of your day, you know, this afternoon or, or whenever you could wind up doing that, especially during the fall with the, the nice weather that uh, we've been been having, you know, a little, little wet and cold today. But, uh, you know, the fishing is great. And taking the kids out and having some success is, is a fantastic way to spend your afternoon. All right. It won't be long. Ice fishing will be upon us. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit and when that normally kind of really gets fired up. Yeah, so right now we even have a little bit of safe ice up in the high country. It's pretty few and far between, but in lakes that are in that, you know, twelve and 13,000-foot kind of range, when you're getting way, way up there above Kimberline, um, here and there's some four, you know, four inches of ice in, in places. But typically we start seeing safe ice in your little bit lower elevation lakes roughly around the, the, the Thanksgiving time. So you'll see places like Georgetown Lake and St. Mary's Glacier freeze up, but then as you move a little bit later, so the next lakes to really lock up are Terryall Reservoir, which a lot of times you can get safe ice near that Thanksgiving time, but then also North Park. So Delaney Buttes, Lake John, Cowdery, all up there, all get safe ice pretty early. And the biggest thing I like to relay as far as information is concerned for someone looking to get out ice fishing is get out there early because the early ice fishing is by far the best time of year. Okay. So the later the later this season goes, the more stale the fish get. It's kind of the, the term that I utilize. You know, you know, the fish are obviously still there, but they're not nearly as active, and therefore the, the bite isn't as good. So getting out there really early, um, you know, early in the morning on these early ice days, you can have some of the best fishing of the year. I mean, not just on the ice, but of the year. If you're looking to really hammer out a lot of fish, coming up is, is going to be the time to, to really focus on those kind of lakes. So you got a couple weeks, and then it, it's game on. Austin Parr is our guest. Once again, the store is Discount Fishing Tackle. And um, Austin also does a lot of trips and um, guided trips where he can take you out. And um, do, do you do ice fishing as well on your guided trips? We do, yes. So we have some trout fishing options up in the mountains, but then also we're hoping for some good safe ice with a nice cold winter in the metro area. You know, we do a lot of walleye fishing when the ice gets good. And, and that Cherry Creek walleye and crop bite can be fantastic, but we'll certainly be doing some trips as the, the winter time starts to take full effect. All right, and you can reach Austin at 303-514-5546, 303-514-5546. And uh, just let him know you heard about him here on Sportsman Colorado, and I promise you, uh, you will have a good time with Austin and most likely catch a lot of fish. Every time we've been with him, we've done very, very well. You know, real quick, the International Sportsman's Expo, uh, is coming up, and uh, boy, that's going to be great. I know you're going to be doing some seminars there, uh, and that's January the 10th through the 13th. We had John Kirk on last week, and uh, we'll be having some passes to give away for that over the next several weeks, so uh, stay tuned for that. But the International Sportsman's Expo just seems to be growing and growing and growing. Absolutely, and you know, this year is going to be the, the second year we're going to do it, but we're going to actually team up with 
with Terry Wickstrom, we're going to be doing some youth fishing tackle giveaways on Sunday. Oh, great. So it's going to be kind of a, a neat deal to do. So bring your kids out out there on the on the Sunday of the Sportsman's Expo and stop by and talk to Scott, talk with me in the in the discount fishing tackle booth. But we'll also be doing various seminars on beginning angling on Sunday. It's kind of the family day and beginner day. So I'm going to be talking about all the different ways you can shore fish in this state and how the various species of fish are moving throughout the year. So it's going to help to kind of dial you in, depending upon what time of year you have, to get out there and have some success. But that's going to be fantastic. But also, like I said, also we're going to be giving away some, some tackle to some of the youth anglers out there. Okay, great. You know, real quick on the ice fishing, I mean, if somebody's wanting to get into this for the first time and they really have nothing <laughs> to get going, what does it take investment-wise um, to kind of get those – first few tools of the trade, so to speak? Unlike some of the other types of fishing, um, especially when you're talking about fly fishing or obviously conventional fishing out of a boat, uh, ice fishing is relatively inexpensive to get into. Combos are very affordable, jigs are very affordable, and even hand augers are affordable. So if you have a couple of hundred dollars, you know, if you, uh, granted, if you have the, the good warm weather gear when it comes to boots and bibs and jackets and everything, but if you have that already, you can get into ice fishing for just a couple of hundred dollars and really get out and have some really good success. But the big thing is, as with anything in the outdoor industry, picking the right equipment, whether you're going inexpensive or up to the higher-end equipment, is drastically important. And that is certainly something down here at the store that we can help anyone with. So if you're looking to have some advice on, okay, what am I needing in this state? What type of jigs do I need to select? What type of line or rod or reel? We can help with all of that depending upon what species you want to target. Okay. And, boy, we cannot emphasize safety enough, but just talk about those initial few weeks on safety because I'm sure, you know, you could tell a few horror stories out there, and we don't want to hear any more of those. So what are just some great safety tips when starting ice fishing? Well, in general, four inches of ice is the very minimum that I will go out on. But, granted, you need to look at the clarity of your ice. So clear ice is significantly harder and safer than white ice is. So when that early season comes, especially in the high country, a lot of times that initial freeze really puts a lot of nice clear ice on the lake. So the early season ice can be safe. Metro ice you have to really watch out for because it will get it will get hard and clear, but then you get a couple of days of warmth, and you might still have six, six or eight inches of ice, but if it's fully white, you have to be very cautious with that. But in addition, I will utilize a spud bar, which is basically a big, heavy spike that you hold in your hand to be able to check your ice as you move out. So I'll start with that spud bar, hitting it as I move out, get to a depth where I feel like I'm not going to hit my auger as I'm drilling. I'll drill a hole and check my ice there, checking to make sure I have that, you know, four to six inch range minimum. And then as I continue out, I'll continue with my spud bar. Now, Mm -hmm. something that a lot of people don't understand, especially in the metro area, are that there's actually a lot of springs in some of these lakes. So it's particularly Chatfield. So you might have six inches of ice near the shore, but if you're not using that spud bar to check your way as you move all the way out, you can run into a spring, and all of a sudden you'll go from six inches of ice to practically no ice, and without that spud bar, your, your step is what's going to check that. And that's not what you want. You sure. want to be able to, to check your, your solidness of that ice out there with that spud bar. But then additionally, always going with a buddy. You know, you don't want to go out there by yourself, especially if you're in an area that doesn't have a lot of other anglers around. Right. Uh, but then additionally, I always pack a rope and a life jacket in the early season time. So if you feel like it's sketchy at all, you know, granted, be safe and not go out. But, I mean, I always throw a life jacket over my shoulders um, if it's even a question. Absolutely. Well, Austin, hey, man, thanks so much. We'll get together and uh, we'll certainly do some more things here leading up to the ISC show and uh, helping out there any way we can. So we appreciate it. Absolutely, Scott. I certainly appreciate you having me on, and you guys have a good week. All right, you too. Again, that's Austin Parr. If you'd like to go out on a trip with Austin, 
303-514-5546. Real quick before our break, I want to mention a couple of things. We talked about the ISE show. That is January 10th through the 13th. And, of course, we have a a ton of partners that will be there. But a couple of specials I wanted to mention that we're going to be promoting. Yes Bay Lodge out of Ketchikan, Alaska, our fishing um, trip there. Uh, We've been there the last few years and uh, just had a great, great time. We are going to be running a special for them that's a five-night, four days of fishing in Ketchikan for $29.95. That's right, three grand for five nights, four days of fishing in Ketchikan. Just a terrific, terrific time, and the only place you can get that price is here on Sportsman of Colorado. Good friend Alan uh, Schaffner. Uh, with Lone Star Hunts, he'll be here with our hog hunting uh, in January. So, again, we've got some great packages with him as well. When we come back, we're going to have a little bit different segment here. And I realize our show is about the outdoors, hunting and fishing and all that. But, um, you know, it is election time. And uh, we recently, this last week, got to visit with George Brockler. Uh, George is running for the Attorney General here in Colorado. And uh, a lot of things are involved with all these different people. And um, we want to get George on and let him talk a little bit. George is a, an outdoorsman. Um, he's a gun guy for our guns. He's a concealed carry holder. And we have got to make sure that we get him elected. And um, this is just my personal opinion on my show, so I'll say it that way. But um, hope everyone does get out and vote. Uh, you do get out and vote. And, um, and again, vote for George and uh, Mr. Stapleton and all that. So when we come back, we're going to play you um, a clip from this last week uh, where we had George Brockler in studio, Kevin Flesh, and myself. And uh, then we'll finish up with our true school of the Rockies today. So thanks for being with us here on Sportsman of Colorado. Don't go anywhere. George Brockler will be coming up next. We'll be right back. If you have just been in an accident, there is a lot going on. With the screeching tires, crunching metal, and breaking glass, it's hard to remember what to do. That's why Kevin Flesh of Fleshlaw wants you to remember to panic. No, he doesn't mean run around screaming or start hyperventilating. He means use the acronym P. A-N-I-C to remember what to do. P is for police. Call the police immediately. It's very important to have an official record of what happened. A is assess, as in assess all of your injuries and seek medical care if necessary. N is for never admit fault. It's your job to take care of yourself, not to determine who is at fault. I is for insurance. Take pictures of the other person's insurance and ID info and get pictures of the accident if you can. And finally, C is for call Kevin Flesh. Kevin Flesh is more than just a name used to intimidate the insurance companies. He will help you. If you've been injured in an accident, call Flesh Law at 303-806-8886 for a free consultation, and he'll help you get the compensation that you deserve. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Now, many times you hear your radio host like me say something like, let me tell you about my friends at... Then we'll talk about a sponsor that we truly believe in and endorse. Well, in this case, let me tell you about a company that really is part of my family, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. For over 13 years, we have trusted our furry family members to this wonderful staff. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life, and their goal is to help you keep your pets happy and healthy throughout their life by providing complete pet care services every day all at one location. We love the Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center boarding lodge, and your pet will too. Your pet will receive one-on-one care and attention throughout their stay. Open seven days a week for your convenience. 
Check them out. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, located at 8681 Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. 303-708-8050. 303-708-8050. Or check them out online at LoneTreeVet.com. Hi, this is Kevin Trisna, owner of M4 Roofing and Gutters. Since 2004, it's been our mission to provide the highest quality of service and trust to every customer we serve. M4 Roofing and Gutters is a family-owned and operated company right here in Englewood, Colorado. At M4 Roofing and Gutters, quality customer service is our top priority. For a free inspection and estimate for your roofing project, call today 303-797-8600. That's 303-797-8600. Or visit us online at m4roofing.com. M4 Roofing and Gutters is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau and HaystackHelp.com. Let me tell you about one of my favorite stores, The Outdoorsman's Attic, a consignment store for all of your adventure outdoor gear. Hunting, fishing, camping, kayaks, live bait, survival gear, backpacks, sleeping bags, firearms, and ammo. Save 20, 30, 40, and even 50% on new and pre-owned items at The Outdoorsman's Attic. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and save up to 20% on your purchase. This offer excludes firearms and ammo. Never pay retail again. Big savings and friendly service is what you'll find at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Check them out, outdoorsmansattic.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado Radio. My name is Scott Watley. If you're just joining us, along with Kevin Flesh. Um, this segment is going to be a little bit different. Um, Kevin and I had the joy of, uh, had the joy, how about that? I had, had the pleasure of having George Brockler in studio. And uh, most of you know the name of George Brockler. He is running for our attorney general here in the state. And um, while our show is about the outdoors and the uh, hunting, fishing, and all that, I'm telling you, sometimes there's something that's very, very important. And, Kevin, uh, we talked about this election uh, being crucial for our state. Absolutely, it's very crucial, and, and it's really important for people to get out to vote. You know, we've just got a few more days yet before the actual vote occurs, so if you, I think it's too late to send in your, your vote through the right. mail now, so you've got to drop it off or you've got to go in on Tuesday and, and personally vote. You've got to do that, and you've got to get all of your Republican friends out to get to vote. And, and the interview with George is just another example of a statewide race that really is an important part um, of how we can protect uh, are out of doors here in Colorado and, and make sure that those interests that are trying to minimize our ability to carry weapons and to, uh, to do the, all of those things that we enjoy doing uh, in Colorado, that George is a good example of a guy that's going to help us out in the long run relating to these interests. And, you know, that's really the reason we want to have him on, uh, kind of talk a little bit about, you know, hey, our gun topic is really here big here in our state and and uh, i mean he's a concealed carry i mean he, he talked is. about yep. in our interview hey i don't go to a movie theater without my carry yeah and so i mean uh and i know last year um during the legislative session the last few days there was uh, a deal trying to get passed more dealing with the mental health thing and 
and um, and, and Georgia admittedly agreed. Hey, there are some issues there, but I think I mean we all want these shootings to stop. So I mean, yeah, so I think that th I think that's the point, and I think the interview will bear this out. George is a thoughtful guy that is really trying to solve some problems that we have relating to the debate over how do we deal with the mentally ill and weapons and, and guns and, and trying to fashion some solutions to, number one, protect our gun rights. He's not a gun grab guy. And number two, make sure that we do get into those situations where people are clearly have issues mentally that they need with the, the public needs to be protected from and, and how we do that now his first attempt at it in the legislature uh, luckily I think and favorably for all of us didn't go through because he even admits um, that there are some problems with it but I think it's important to recognize someone who's trying to do the right thing and not immediately go to well we just have to take all the guns sure yeah, I mean, because he's not that person. And I think his competitor, um, the individual who he's running against, certainly his initial, especially because he's just a federalist guy and he wants to follow the what what's going on at the federal level relating to the debate about, about everything. Sure. So I would assume that he would be immediately wanting to regulate and try to get rid of everyone's ability to freely have weapons in the society. Right. And as much as he may not say that, I think that if you look at what his record is, that's what he would want to do. And look for, look at the people that he's been working for. Mm -hmm. Again, we interviewed George uh, here recently, just a couple of days ago, on our Haystack Helper radio show that you can hear Monday through Friday at noon here on KLZ. So we're going to go that interview now with George Brockler, hopefully your next Colorado Attorney General. Glad to have in studio our good friend George Brockler. And uh, we are getting... Very, very close here. Just a few more days left to our election, and I thought it would be a, a great thing to have uh, George in to go over everything that's going on in this race and really encourage you to get out and vote and uh, ask everyone you meet, have you voted yet? And uh, with that, we'll welcome Mr. Brockler. How are you, sir? It is great to be back in here. Thank you for having me, especially while we are days away from this thing finally being over. I can't believe it's less than a week. Um, but we are in that critical phase where every single ballot counts probably double. Sure. Any part of the state you haven't touched? No. Man, I've been, I've I've been, been following you on Facebook. It looks like you've been everywhere. I'd say probably the last month we've been more focused right on here for some work and campaign-related stuff. But prior to that, man, we were everywhere and we've had great support i mean i'll give you an example we have been and i've been endorsed by a bipartisan group of 55 sheriffs and uh, district attorneys across the state of colorado that's overwhelming support from law enforcement and you don't get that just by shooting shooting someone a text i mean you got to meet with these people and win them over and we did that and so um, my hope is that each of these different areas and most of these sheriffs have written letters to the editor and support and whatnot are driving people to vote because honest to goodness the one way we lose colorado is if colorado doesn't show up to vote in this election because the people that are enthusiastic about voting this time around are in my opinion um, people who don't mind us becoming a little bit more like California than we are right now. I, I object to that pretty strongly, and my guess is the people that are listening to this show are thinking, I, I don't want to be California either. Then vote, and not just you, get all your friends and neighbors and every uh, ballot that's out there and insist they vote. Tell them you won't like them anymore, and they can't come over for Christmas <laughs> if they don't them on vote. Facebook. I'll right. unfriend you. <laughs> that's right, something like that. 
And if it needs, you know, I'm not saying an illegal threat, but you know something. Yeah. Like, I, I will mock you. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, and, and vote Republican. Vote, vote Republican. I mean, vote for, look, all the positions matter. But, man, when you're talking about governor and attorney general and secretary of state, I mean, you are talking about positions that govern things like not only the executive and the defense of our law and our natural resources. You're talking about the dude that's responsible for counting the ballots and for business licensing and those things. Those are not throwaway positions. Those are positions that if they fall into the progressive hands that are out to get them can fundamentally change, I think, the culture of Colorado. I mean, I really do think the soul of the state is it is in jeopardy to some extent. You have to look at qualifications when you look at all these uh, races and different people. And uh, again, my show is normally not a political one, but uh, being uh, very close to you over this last year or so where we met and uh, so paying a little bit more attention than I normally would even uh, to some of these other things. Um, I look at just the programs, um, you know, that you created just, you know, as a DA. Yeah. And different things, uh, all the different cases, all the different really, really tough things that you have handled versus uh, your competition. So take a minute and just talk about that. I, th I think to back up and, and address specifically the people listening to this show, if you're going to hire a guide, you want a guide to know the area where you're going to hunt or you're going to fish or whatever, that they have been there, that they have done that. You're not going to hire as a guide someone who's never set foot in that area of the state or in that river, uh, but my goodness, they've read a bunch of books about it. You're going to hire someone who has been on the ground doing it, and, and I think that's what we've got at stake here. In my lifetime, I don't think we've ever had as disparate a set of qualifications between candidates. And sure, there's a little pride of authorship here, but on the one hand, I mean, I've spent 24 years inside Colorado's courtrooms at the municipal, state, federal, and my goodness, even military level. And I've handled every kind of case on each side. I haven't just been a prosecutor. I spent a little time doing what Kevin has done as part of his career too, and that is some criminal defense work. And I've done plaintiff's work and civil defense work and been a military justice here and in Iraq. I've been a, a regional defense counsel responsible for seven states worth of military defense attorneys. If there's something you can do on behalf of a client as small as a grandmother who was mischarged by my own office, who I represented and defeated what is now my own office in trial, but as big as the United States government or the state, I've done it. And that's what you're doing is you're hiring an attorney general to be a champion for the state of Colorado, to fight the fights on behalf of our state, uh, for Coloradans to defend our natural resources, my goodness, our water. And on the other side, you have a very affable, super nice, probably wicked smart guy whose biggest claims to fame are, although he never talks about his two decades in academia, are that in the early to mid-90s, he was a law clerk for our most conservative justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm kidding. Yeah, you're laughing because you know. Now listen, that's wicked smart, right? Like I, I couldn't get on a tour of the Supreme Court, let alone be a clerk for a justice. But he did that. He spent less than two years in the antitrust division of the Clinton administration Justice Department, which that's real experience and a really long time ago. And then he spent nine months, nine months in a row in the Obama Justice Department antitrust division. And Kevin, you know this, the only thing you can accomplish in the law in nine months is make a baby. I right. mean, nothing gets resolved nothing in nine months. You're not leading anybody to victory in a nine month period of time. Um, 
And then he spent some time, I think, working in the Office of Economic something or other. Those are all valuable experiences. Sure. In no way am I saying that that's trivial. But that's great background for, oh, let's say, a dean. Oh, that's right. He was dean of the CU Law School. That is not relevant background for the attorney general of the state of Colorado, who's going to be called upon to make decisions about how do we handle this giant opioid lawsuit against, you know, Purdue Pharma? How do we stand up to an administration, whether it's an Obama or a Trump administration, who wants to step on our sovereignty? Um, these are things for a proven fighter, right? And you're either going to elect someone who spent 24 years in the ring, taking punches and throwing them, or someone who has spent 25 years watching what goes on in the ring. It just seems to me it's obvious. No, no athletic team picks as its team captain someone who's never played the sport. And so those experiences, I think, are the or one of the biggest differences between us, and they have resonated across the state. I mean, if you look at uh, my opponent's responses, even up to this week, he's still defending his experience as if it's still relevant, still fighting that battle. I've never seen it before. I mean, usually you have AG candidates fighting over issues, and there's plenty of those differences between us, too. Guy's still trying to prove to the electorate he's qualified. And I get it because in the primary, he his biggest challenger was a guy named Joe Salazar, Bernie Sanders, hand-picked guy for AG. And uh, the professor had to outspend him 13 to 1, like $1.4 million to beat him by 0.8%. And Joe Salazar's campaign was the professor is a paper tiger. Right. Dude has no experience, never been in the courtroom. And it turns out that's not just a primary issue. That's an issue for all Colorado voters. So God bless him. Super nice guy. Uh, I wish him well. I'm not sure I want to turn over the keys to the biggest law firm and state government in the state of Colorado to him. Um, but th that's the difference on experience. Right. And I think that's a really good point for those listeners. First of all, we always hear attorney general and, and many people know the different predecessors of that particular position. But the position itself Many people don't understand what an attorney general does, that there's not only the criminal side of it, that you're managing those prosecutors and doing that, but there's also a civil side. So talk about that with us, about the actual office and what you'd be doing and how this experience makes a difference. Yeah, it's a, uh, first off, at the 30,000-foot level, it's a staff of 500, which include about 290 to 300 government lawyers who are responsible for being the attorneys for every single aspect of state government except the legislature. So judiciary, they get sued, yep. attorney general represents them. Governor wants legal advice, attorney general represents them. Every single state agency defending our water compacts, attorney general. Legislature gets into trouble, I think they have to call Frank Azar or someone. Or maybe they call <laughs> Kevin Flesh. I think they have to call Kevin Flesh and say, yeah. Kevin, please come represent us, we're in trouble. But they don't get the attorney general. And so... To that extent, if you can imagine something that the state government has its fingers in, there is an assistant attorney general responsible for providing them some sort of legal advice, guidance, and protection in the law for that. Interestingly, if you go to their website, and I, I have over the last, I don't know, three, six months, and looked at every posting they've had for an opening for an assistant attorney general, every single one of them says as a job qualification, must have demonstrated courtroom competence. Right. It must have litigation experience. It's interesting to me that the people that have been hired to do the entry-level jobs at the AG's office will have more experience than the other guy on the ticket running to be their boss. That's kind of weird, mm -hmm. all right? Like, I hate to keep going to the analogy, but no country makes its army's general someone who's never pulled the trigger, someone who's never fought in the trenches. Even if that general isn't going to get in the trenches themselves, 
men to have not been there? How do yeah. you lead those people? Right, and they, you call it a practice of law for that reason. You have to do it right. to actually learn how to how it works. There's and that's where you no have way to perfect it. You're right, right, Kevin. That's right. That's right. Again, George Brockler is our guest. Folks, get out and vote. And um, glad to have George on today. And just a few days left. And um, this is a um, this is a serious election. Oh, oh it's buddy. significant I mean, for the state huge in particular. For our state, yeah. There are so many things going on with our state and where things are going with regard to who's running and also the ballot measures that are going to really make a big difference in this election. We could wake up on November. The, actually, November the 7th could be Halloween, man. We could wake up on November the 7th and Colorado could be a haunted house for the next 12 years because we are electing the people that will be in charge for the next redistricting or reapportionment, depending upon what happens on the ballot with Y and Z. Yeah. Um, you've got the people that are sitting in power that are going to make decisions maybe without any checks. I mean, we could wake up on November the 7th and have progressive hands on every single lever of state government. We've never seen a Colorado like that in our lifetime. We have always had a divided right. government at some level. This is the first time that I think there's a real possibility if people don't get out and vote that uh, we wake up on November the 7th and we are the kind of California they'd like to be when they grow up. And uh, that is, that's scary. So all these meetings you've done, all these um, speeches that you've done, what do you think once you get to meet people face-to-face, -face, shake their hand, they get to spend a couple of minutes with you. What do they seem to be most surprised about you, that, to learn about you, to really say, man, you know, and, and you can just tell when you walk away, they liked me. <laughs> um, I think how good-looking I am, yeah. really. Yeah. Mostly, well, that was a mostly what I hear is you seem completely inexperienced and shallow, but my goodness, you are striking. No, I, I never, ever, never hear that. Um, I think the part that people are desperate for in politics, and I think that's why you saw the, the president do as well as he's done, is they want authenticity. Mm -hmm. It's not whether they agree with every position you take. They want to know it's sincerely held. It's not whether they like everything you say. It's whether or not they believe you believe it. And so to be able to sit down and meet with people and have eye contact with them, and instead of giving them some canned, massaged, perfected speech, which is what you hear from other candidates even sure. in this race, they want someone who's just going to sit down and tell them stuff. Like, I have given answers to people they don't like. There are a ton of Republicans out there who hate the idea that we have legalized marijuana and they want to put it back on the ballot and have it repealed. And I've told them straight up, one, that ain't going to happen. Every poll I've seen shows it would pass by an even broader margin. And two, I don't want to invite the federal government in over the top of us to accomplish what we rejected at the polls because I believe in us mm -hmm. way more than I believe in Washington, D.C., and I think the, the other thing that people lose sight of when they start to say, I'm more interested in the outcome than the process, is they don't see how that opens a door to something else. So if we invite the feds in on this issue to say, well, gosh darn it, the voters picked a different path than I think is right. What does that open the door for down the road when Washington, D.C. can come in and say, I sure don't like how you guys look at the Second Amendment. I don't think you're doing it right. We're going to have federal laws that now curtail that. We would say, oh, what the, hang on, hang on. We're good at this. We can govern ourselves. We've got to do that start to stop, whether we agree with the issue or disagree with it. I just trust us way more than I trust them. Once again, we want to thank George Brockler for being with us. And uh, Kevin and I had the privilege of interviewing him on our Haystack Help radio show. And just wanted to bring this to you today here on Sportsman of Colorado. Very important. You get out to vote. And I uh, hope you enjoyed that conversation with George Brockler. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. 
This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coding, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy, up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. Ladies, I know you're tired of walking into the local gun store and seeing the same old thing. So let me tell you about Rampart Firearms. Just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe and Sedalia, you will find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical, and personal defense weapons. And if you or your spouse love to hunt, Rampart Firearms is a great stop for all of your hunting needs. Shotguns, rifles, pistols, anything from predator hunting to your next big game trip. Head to Rampart Firearms at the foot of the Rockies. Open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you will only pay a 4% tax on your purchase. RampartFirearms.com, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. My name is Scott Watley, and we appreciate you being with us. We're going to go to the phones now. Talk to our good friend, Dennis Hess. Dennis is a co-owner of Archery School of the Rockies in Colorado Springs. They are located at 2110 Bush Avenue in the Springs. And uh, you can check out their website, archeryschooloftherockies.com. And uh, Dennis, that new home you guys got a few months ago is working out pretty nice. Great facility there. Yeah, it really is, and we've continued to make improvements since you were down last time, Scott. So, uh, oh, okay. You get back down here, you'll uh, see some an, an interesting new innovation that we came up with in the shop here. Okay, and, good uh, deal. Well, again, Archery we, School, the Rockies, is a um, um, just a great place, and they've got a brand new facility there. They moved in a few months ago, and. Um, they just do a lot of things with um, they have certified archery training they have tournaments events they have a full service pro shop uh, and um, you know Dennis our last visit there you were showing me some new PSE bows and those things are pretty nice 
Yeah, we have uh, the new bows in stock from PSE. And on the 8th of November, uh, next Thursday evening, we are going to be doing a demo shoot. And we'll have the rep in here from, from PSE. And we will have all of the 2019 lineup in in the shop and available for everybody to give a try. What were some of the main kind of tweaks or changes they did to their bows? Uh, they went to uh, the Keller Fusion camo on them. And if you haven't seen it, you really really need to see it in person the pictures are pretty good but in person is really just amazing and it's a, a very durable finish on the bows and just really pops so something to something to see uh that actually the evolve cam has just went over so well on on the uh on the evolve and so forth and this year they switched and the name is the evoke Okay. So they now have the Evoke 35 and 31, and they just took it a little further with the Evolve cams to where you can get a uh, wider range of draw lengths because there's two different cams available, both the Evolve cams, but, but uh, two different cams available. gives a wider range of draw lengths and also a little bit more tweaking. The Evolve cam is already the most adjustable cam out there, and then they turned around and put that you can, uh, some of the bows you can get either the, the larger or the small evolved cam. So that made the everything even better as far as adjustability and so forth. Right. And again, your archery school, the Rockies, you're really for every level uh, archery person out there, the beginner, uh, intermediate, or what we might call in that professional level of uh, really skilled archer. I mean, you guys serve everyone. Yes, we do. Uh, being a school and what we started off as a school, uh, we really do cater to the beginning archer, but at the same time, we go with anybody uh, and just can improve your shooting from whatever level that you're at right. at the present time. Okay, good. Now, uh, here in just a few days, you guys are having the Colorado State Champion uh, 3D shoot. Tell us about that a little bit. Yes, we're going to hold an indoor 3D uh, state championship. And what this is, it's a series of four shoots that we will hold over the next uh, four months. The first one will be on the 10th of November which is not this weekend, but the next weekend on Saturday. And it is each, each shoot individually will be its own shoot. There will be awards. But if you shoot at least three of the four shoots coming up, uh, then you qualify, and it will be a buckle awarded to the champion in each class. Okay. At the end of the four shoots. Uh, you have to attend three of the four to be qualified for the buckle, and we'll take your three best scores and put towards the championship. And what are the different uh, classes of shooters will you have? Uh, we're going to have uh, recurve compound. Uh, uh, in the compound, we'll have bow hunter class, open class. Uh, we have a senior class, so, so we're going to 
cover the full realm of normal for for the 3D shoots as far as classes go. Okay. And there in Colorado Springs, uh, you guys do some great things for the military as well. Take a minute and tell us about that. Yeah, we have uh, our threshold group that is uh, basically run by Will Bowman. And what we do is every Tuesday from 1130 to 1 and Thursday evenings from 6 to 8, any active duty military or retirees, any any veteran from the military can come in and shoot for free. Uh, If you don't have a bow, we'll get you started up and supply a bow for you to shoot and get you going. All right. We have uh, certified instructors that are there, uh, that are part of our threshold group to, to also give instruction. Dennis Hess is our guest, and once again, he's the co-owner of Archery School of the Rockies. They are located at 2110 Bush Avenue in Colorado Springs. If you have any questions or want to call Dennis, you can reach him at 719-ARCHERY. Great phone number there, 719-272-4379. And, uh, I mean, you guys are open seven days a week, I guess, right? Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, we're pretty much 11, 11 to 8 weekdays, and then on uh, on Saturday, 11 to, 11 to 6, and Sundays, 1 to 5. Okay. Um, any other events coming up or anything else that, uh, we might have missed on this? Uh, basically, we have uh, the 2019 PSEs in, in stock. And we also have the 2019 SAMIX. We have just uh, become the lead uh, dealer for SAMIC in the United States. So we just received our our a large order in from SAMIC. So we have a, a wide variety of the uh, SAMIC equipment. Okay. And that's already in the Bears. Uh, 2019 Bears and 2019 Win and Wins are on their way. They're in transit right now, so we will have them very shortly. So, And because of all the 2019s coming in, all their 2018 bows are in, uh, on sale. And we have some really great reduced prices on those bows. Okay. And they are going quick, so yeah. somebody's looking to, to get a real bargain. They need to come in and, and get with us here before uh, before they're gone. Really? Uh, yeah, get in and see them. Mention the show, and um, uh, Dennis, I don't want to lock you into anything because you've got a lot of different sales going on, but um, I think it's safe to say you'll do something for them special if they'll mention the show and if they came in because they heard you, correct? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure will. All right. In fact, I run into a guy Tuesday that he heard about us on uh, on Sportsman Colorado Radio, and he is going to be coming in to see us this weekend. All right. Great. Great. Uh, take. We got a couple minutes left. Talk about just the importance of really getting fitted properly for your bow. I mean, um, I'm not going to slam. You know box stores, so to speak, because there's some good people that work in them and uh, some some great educated people that work, but also some of the stores. I've been in some of them where, man, a guy was selling shoes yesterday and um, over there selling uh, uh, other areas of maybe binoculars or something. Now they stuck him over an archery and the guy didn't even archery hunt. So just talk about the importance of really coming to a good archery shop and getting fitted properly. Yeah, 
Yeah, especially with a compound bow in particular. Uh, you just need everything set uh, as far as draw length or peep height, uh, tuning of the arrow to the bow, uh, actually getting the correct arrow as far as the spine and how stiff that arrow is for your particular bow setup and draw length. All of that comes into play, and if you're missing, actually, if you're missing any one side of that, as far as proper draw length and beat placement and so forth, uh, it's going to definitely affect your accuracy. And especially when you, if, for the hunters, when you start putting a broadhead on, sure, and you get those things that they aren't quite correct, uh, very difficult to shoot well with the broadhead if you have improper arrow spine or any of that. Just just getting those good groups that we're all looking for is, is so difficult. Yep, absolutely. It's the complete package, it all, all has to be correct. All right, so remember November the 8th. Um, that's your um, get where people can just come in and shoot a lot of different bows, right? Yep, okay. sure thing. Uh, come in. I mean, don't take my word for it. I've, I've shot them all already. Uh, really just some nice improvements this year really is and like I said don't take my word for it come on in sit with us that evening I mean we'll we'll stay here that night until everybody is shot everything that they want to shoot all right and November 10th is give it a try all right November the 10th that's the first time uh, here for our Colorado State indoor champion for their 3d course and um, once again there's going to be three four different um, dates for this, and we'll talk about the other ones uh, in some upcoming segments. And you have to to qualify. You have to be at three of those four shoots and a lot of different classes there. So um, you can call Dennis, again, 719-ARCHERY or 719-272-4379 to get more information on that. And, again, if you know some folks in our military, a uh, great deal there with the Military uh, Archery Association threshold they do there, and that's on Tuesdays, 1130 to 1, and Thursdays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So, Dennis, thank you very much, sir. And, uh, yeah, I'll get down there and see you and um, see all the new things that you guys continue to do to make your shop the best down there in the Springs. We're working on it. We've okay. got a lot of great volunteers that are really helping us out here. So. All right. Again, that's Dennis Hess. He is the co-owner of Archery School of the Rockies, and that website is archeryschooltherockies.com. We want to thank all of our guests today, and most of all, thank you for joining us on Sportsman of Colorado. Again, you can catch us on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. That's a re-airing of our Saturday show, and we appreciate you being with us. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.